the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You were born for such a time as this. Such a time as this. Apple or Snickers bar? Mm, come on. Raise your hand, Apple. Half of you think a Snickers bar? I didn't say what you like better. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. The flesh is dominating. We don't have a problem with how to. We have a problem with want to. Getting that motivation back again. And that's one great thing about fasting. It will reset that motivation. King's stomach has to bow to King Jesus. And you begin to put those fleshly desires at bay. It's incredible. Thank you for joining us here at Westside Christian Fellowship, located in Leona Valley, California, one hour north of Los Angeles. Today on Regaining Lost Ground, we hear the third part of this uplifting message from Pastor Shane titled, Failure is Not Final. Let's take a look at both scriptures, Romans 8.1, which says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation at all for those who are in Christ Jesus. And Romans 8.28, which says, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. Listen now as Pastor Shane expands on the truth of these verses and points out how we may trust in God's living word always, that we may put our faith in the Bible's breathed out word and be set free by the power of His Holy Spirit if we would repent and believe in Jesus today. You can hear the whole message at Pastor Shane's YouTube and Rumble channels. Make sure to subscribe today. For more information, visit us online at westsidechristianfellowship.org. We also encourage you to hear more truth from Pastor Shane with the Idleman Unplugged weekly podcast. And now, from Westside Christian Fellowship in Leona Valley, California, here's Pastor Shane Idleman. People are tormented. And that's why we are often careful and cautious. Because you can see somebody go from very civil to veins in their neck. And I truly believe what's going on in our nation, if some of these people could get away with murder, they would. They hate the message. They're calling Christians worse than Nazis. Are you seeing this stuff? Are you seeing where the, the, the homeland of the security was watching mama bears that went to school districts more than terrorists? Folks, this is not made up stuff. This is happening. How is a mama bear going to a school district meeting worse than a terrorist? Because they're stirring up. They're tormenting. These people are not on God's side. That's why. And you see, and, and now they're calling out all these women groups. Why, why aren't you, why aren't you coming against Hamas for all the rape and, and what they did to women? Where, where, you're, you're, Michelle, Obama, your, your voice is silent. Where, where are you guys? Demonic spirits. Kingdoms are colliding. So you can, you can see by who's your enemy. And who's your friend? What side of the aisle they are on? 
That, so that's why a lot of this is happening. That's why it shouldn't be surprising. Like, how can these allow, how can they allow this in our schools? This demonic agenda. Same demon working that agenda is the same demon influencing them. Of course, they're not going to say anything. A kingdom is united. If it is divided, it will fall. And so all these people are rejoicing. Rejoicing these prophets are dead. These tormentors. Thank God. As I just said in these bullet points, the fiery words definitely torment people. That word torment is to vex in the mind. And the image, And if you look at the Greek word, there's different images of, of not images, but different definitions. One is struggling against a strong wind. Have you ever done that before? Bike riding, or you know, you're you're struggling against a strong wind. So they're, 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 you, when the, the, these voices, these prophetic people that were preaching, they were <laughs> these people were wanting to go this direction. And they were pushing them back with God's word. It was, they were struggling. They were vexed. It's not fun. This is not helpful. I like my sin, and I want you to be quiet. They celebrate when the messenger is shot, or fails, or falls. They celebrate when the messenger is shot or falls. Here's why. They think it discredits our message. In other words, when you see Christian leaders, or they fall, right? Or they go back. They're like, yeah, I like... And they, they're, they're trying all over. There was a report of people looking at Billy Graham's trash. You ever hear about that? And, and they're just looking for every little... They're looking because it discredits your message. Now, let me clarify that. It definitely doesn't help, nor does it send the right message, but our actions never, ever, ever change the truth. Never change the truth. Oh, look at that pastor who fell. Or look at that leader. Or look at my, look at, look at what my, and I hear this a lot. My, I can't follow Jesus. Look at my dad. It never changes the truth. Of God's word. It would be nice if we could follow that perfectly, but it never changes the truth. It's, it's alarming. It's, 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 um, depressing when we see these things happen, is it not? But the truth is still the truth. And of course, there's a big thing in the news, news right now, or at least Christian news, and, is uh, what happened with, uh, you know, with this coming out with uh, IHOP or Mike Bickle. And I just talked to him on email a week prior before that all happened. And it's just alarming. It's, it's very depressing. It's like, it knocked the wind out of your cells as an understatement. And we're hoping, you know, that things will come out in the future. And uh, who followed Ravi Zacharias? I was quoting him in my books. And like, how is this even possible but you know without the without the boundaries without accountability without brokenness and humility and the daily devotion with the lord and staying broken before him staying full of the spirit that is in all of us the propensity to sin is in all of us all of us if we don't stay anchored to the savior and i've shared with the men i think some of you maybe before there's a book out there written by steve ferrar i think it's called finishing strong or something else, but it, they interviewed 280 Christian leaders who fell. And at the top of their list, top of their list, I'll never forget this, was I'm too busy. I'm God's man. 
I'm flying here and I'm flying there. I'm traveling. I'm just God's man. Look at my TV ministry. Woo! Oh, now your easy prey is what you are. Don't be too busy. If you're too busy to put God first, you're too busy. Something needs to go. Something has to go. I do that in my own life. I'm supposed to be in Arizona at a pastor's dinner with Charlie Kirk. Like, I'm not going. I'll be here. I don't have any desire to do that. Two days, three days on the road, gone. America, that Marifest, great, great thing, I think. But I need to be here. And and you make decisions. Are you getting that time with the Lord? Are you making wise decisions? Because eighty percent of those men counseled women of the opposite sex. Eighty percent. What happens? It starts out innocent, but then the attraction begins to build. Attraction begins to build, and that connection, that intimacy, things you're sharing you shouldn't be sharing, time you shouldn't be, and that that builds together. And also at the top of the list, and I always remember this one too, they said, all of them said, that would never happen to me. (laughs) That will never happen to me. People come up, Pastor Shane, I hope that never happens to you. How dare I ever say, that will never happen to me. Now you can say, by God's grace, by God's grace, I'm going to follow Him. I'm going to do everything I just talked to. I'm going to say broken, humble, accountable. And by God's grace, that will never happen to me if He holds me. But to arrogantly. And that's why, because there's something in us, call it kryptonite, or magnet, how about a magnet towards And there's something in us drawing us away from God. So all of these guys, or women too, I can name lots of women, such in our area I knew living here all my life, it's left their husband and left with the whoever. I mean, it's just, that doesn't happen one day. Like everything's fine next day. Hey, next day I think I'll do this. It's a slow pull away. And you begin to make excuses. Well, so no big deal. I mean, it's, it's really it's that big a deal. I'm helping them. I'm I'm in ministry. I'm really helping them. They need me. I, I hear that conviction, but I think that's just you no. Know, that I don't know if that's God. Me and my spouse got in an argument. This person, boy, this maybe this person who's who, who I should have married. Maybe, maybe, maybe God wanted me to meet them. <laughs> I've heard all this stuff. Trust me. And the more you keep going and not repenting, not hold, not being accountable, you know, there's time I go, Pastor, hey, I'm struggling with this, or him, hey, let's pray for each other, bring this in the open. My wife, of course, and you, and you, you let people know because sin can't grow in the, in the light. Because you've exposed it, you've, 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 what you've done is you've exposed the lie. But you keep following that lie, and what happens? Shane's gone. See you later, guys. What happened to our pastor? Where's our pastor? Where did he go? He listened to the wrong voice. He's walking out the back door. He's never coming back. Do you guys still hear me? Is it working? Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. I tested the limits. So what you do is 
that's the wrong voice. God, I'm repenting. I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting off that relationship. Doing this, doing that. I'm instantly back to God. Back falling forward. Leave your phone out and your wife can check your Twitter and Instagram whenever she wants. Hello? There's people, I know, they should, no, no, I don't want to touch on my phone. She can't use my car. Who do you think you are, Caesar? And so you open. I mean, we've done this both times on Facebook. Hey, this person contacted me from my past and I don't know what their goals are, but I don't need to get lunch. And we let each other know. You oh, as soon as you because if you start dwelling on it, maybe I can minister to them. Hey. Well, we da- we dated 30 years ago. It's not a big deal. Right? Can we be real in church? Let me go. Let me go and minister. Uh-huh. And here's when you know when you're starting to be secretive. You know. Where are you going? Oh, I got to run and and uh, get your tires changed. <laughs> or, right? You're being secretive. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're, you're kind of. You're not telling the whole truth. I haven't the foggiest idea where I was at. So, <laughs> But isn't that true? I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help me. It's the same things I go through as what everyone goes through. People sometimes think, well, pastors, they must just walk on clouds and do everything right. No, it's the same, same, same story. We're just broken men called of God to feed the people. To shepherd the people. And there's just... Every single thing that people deal with is somewhere in the pulpit throughout the United States of America. Not all the, on, on the same thing, thank God, right? But it is, it is, it is there and we need to, that's the key, maybe the key takeaway is to acknowledge that's a lie from the enemy. Look and that, that's not going in a good direction. Expose it, repent, and get back on the right track. It really, and then here's what's interesting: joy comes. Joy follows. What used to be kind of secretive, and because when you're living like that, you're you're kind of depressed. Anybody, any 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 witnesses on that? No, a lot more hands should go up, but that's okay. But when you're sneaking around and and it's not, you know, you haven't really been that bad yet. It's (laughs) the joy of the Lord is not your strength at that point. Church attendance. Nine times out of ten. Anytime, Pastor Abraham, over the last three years, like, I haven't seen such and such in a while. Nine times out of ten, guess what? They've fallen. They went out that door, and they're not coming back. And so we reach out and just encourage, hey, don't even just get back on track. Love to see you. But that's how the enemy works in the life of a believer. But now the witnesses are resurrected. See, I told you. I told you, failure is not final. There's always hope when God is on the throne. I just, I don't know. This just, maybe I'm, it's like a kid sometimes. I get excited like about Christmas, people do. But I get excited knowing that God is on the throne. There, it's not, thank, can you imagine? Can you imagine 
if we're reading a Bible, if we're reading a Bible that talks about God and the enemy being equal, and we don't know how it's going to end up, oh, can you imagine? But we know who sits on the throne. We know who is sovereign. There's nothing to worry about. Yeah, you might get sick and, and die, or you might get in a car, but God is sovereign. God is sovereign. We have to remind ourselves that because fear comes in, doesn't it? You guys know I don't like to fly, but I have to. I especially don't like to fly after oceans, over oceans, because I think I'm crashing and a shark's going to eat me. That's how I think. I'll do it if God wants me to do it, but that's how I think. I'm just telling you. You don't, t- some of you are the same way, you know. I think I tell you too much stuff, don't I? Now I have to get serious again. Now after three and a half days, man, the breath of life from God entered them. After three and a half days, the breath of life of God entered them. And I was reminded back in Genesis when man was nothing. God just created him. And the Bible says that he blew in him the breath of life and he became a living nephesh. What's nephesh? Soul. Hebrew word for soul. N-E-P. I don't know exactly. But or F maybe, but he became a lit, what, see that it's nothing until God breathes life into you. And that's what you need to tell uh, people who are not believers. It, it's, it's dead men walking until Christ blows life into you. Well, you want to get into ministry. You want to be involved in something. Make sure God blows life into you. And then great fear fell on those who saw them. So unless you can move the Scripture around, and some people do, it it appears that that witnesses, and that's why it's hard for me even to say the witnesses are like the church or the witnesses are something other than two people because it's pretty clear as you read the context that there's, there's witnesses. They were dead. Now you can read into this that God revived the church and, you know, but we know that they are revived. So they're dead and God revives them. And God can revive physical and spiritual life. God can revive both physical and spiritual life. That's why we do believe, we are a church that believes if God wanted to, He could raise somebody from the dead. Can He? I don't know, it could be me, but you know, it's more impressive to know about Pluto and Mars and Saturn and the sun than to raise somebody from the dead. Like if he can do all that, I'm pretty sure he can speak life back into those cells or the heart that has died. And so he gives life, but he also gives spiritual life. And some of you need to know this. Maybe you're on a ventilator right now, spiritually speaking. Many Christians are on ventilators, spiritually speaking. What is a ventilator? What's it do? It helps you breathe. You're, you're sick. You're not walking in the fullness of God. You're not experiencing that abundant life. And that can change this morning. How? Repent! How? Repent! Say, God, I'm sorry. I want to be renewed. I want to be revived. I want to cut out these things that are cancer in my life. I want to restore that broken relationship with You. Breathe into me the breath of fresh life this morning. That's why David said, he's still alive. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. 
breathe life, the prophets would say, oh God, revive us again. They're not dead. They weren't dead. He's talking, he's talking about living people. Oh God, revive us again so that we can walk around disgruntled and bitter and worried and fearful. Revive us again so that we can rejoice in You. Rejoice in You. That's how you get your joy back. You see, those people with bad attitudes, they, they just don't have the joy. They miss the joy. And you know them, right? Oh, here comes such and such. Oh, my goodness. Let me just strengthen myself. You know, just walk like, what's that thing on Charlie Brown? That little, it's just get the joy back. You want to shake them? Get the joy back. Repent. Forgive someone. I don't know what's going on, but you do. God, God shows us what's wrong with us. Don't you like that too? Nobody can say, you know what? It's been five years. I don't know what's going on. God's not, I'm just, I'm, I'm dead. The things of God are dead. I have no joy. I don't, I don't know. God's keeping a secret. No, we know. We know. Search my heart, Lord. And let me know if there's any wicked way in me. I want that, rejo- that, that joy again. Now here's the key. It's up to you to follow the instructions. We don't have a problem with knowing. We have a problem with doing. That's the key. That's the key. I'm going to be releasing the book I told you about on, the, on fasting and even helping people you know, re- reset their, their lifestyle because health is being a big deal right now. I don't know if you've been following the obesity epidemic and even in our kids and the healthcare system and the disease. And, 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 and I'm going to let, let them know and you know that we don't have a, a, a knowledge problem. We kind of have an idea of what to do. Right? Apple or Snickers bar? Mm, come on. Raise your hand, Apple. Half of you think a Snickers bar? I didn't say what you like better. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. The flesh is dominating. We don't have a problem with how to. We have a problem with want to. Getting that motivation back again. And that's one great thing about fasting. It will reset that motivation. King's stomach has to bow to King Jesus. And you begin to put those fleshly desires at bay. It's incredible. I'll change gears because I know that's a hard topic. Right now, during this season. January 1st, you'll all be ready for it. New Year's resolutions. What's the top New Year's resolution every year for years? We know. Yep, 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 we know. Did you know how, let me, rabbit trail, why most New Year's resolutions fail? And I saw this because, you know, I worked at, at the, in the gym industry. We saw it in January, the church, it's packed for the first two weeks. Well, yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of different reasons, but just to, just to help you getting ready for the next year, number one is always, a short-term answer doesn't fix a long-term problem. Never. You see, anybody who is in shape, many of you are watching Gary Brecka now. He's a friend of mine. He helped Dana White. And he's got videos all the time. They're, they're blowing up. 
uh, what he does, Ben Greenfield, Peter Atiyah, uh, the, 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 the Dr. Huberman on the neuro, neuro, uh, uh, neuroscience, I think he's at Stanford, talks about God. All, and all these guys, no one does is, 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 is fulfilling their calling, taking care of their body, who goes on a diet. It's a lifestyle. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born was to town as this. He's calling, wake up, child. It's your turn to shine. You born for such a time as this. Such a time. You've been listening to Regaining Lost Ground with Pastor Shane Eidelman. You can find more information at westsidechristianfellowship.org. That's westsidechristianfellowship.org. And for all the latest on what God is doing with His ministry here, please be sure to follow us on most social media platforms. Westside Christian Fellowship is located 60 miles north of Los Angeles in Leona Valley, California. Thank you again for listening to today's message of Regaining Lost Ground, where we are reminded daily, times change, truth does not. Regaining Lost Ground is sponsored by the generous supporters of the ministries of Westside Christian Fellowship. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.